There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. The new movie Till chronicles the lynching of 14-year-old Emmett Till in 1955 Mississippi and how Till's mother helped launch the civil rights movement. I spoke to young actor Jalen Hall about portraying Emmett Till and the lessons we can learn from the horrific incident all these years later. Hey, Jalen Hall, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in DC. Hey, how you doing? I'm happy to be here. Now we are here talking the new movie Till, um, heavy subject, but uh, we're also I'm mean, also excited that you're you know getting this big break in Hollywood and everything. So we're going to try to balance the you know the heaviness with the excitement for for you and your career and your casting crew. So I think Till it, it it's out in limited theaters now, and I think it comes out nationwide, I believe, by by the end of the month. So pretty soon yeah. everyone will be able to see it. Um, before we get into the the movie itself, obviously you play Emmett Till, but before we get into any of that, um, tell tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, I guess you're what um you're coming up on. 15 years old and you know where'd you grow up yes so um I grew up in Atlanta Georgia um I've been here since like yeah since I was born <laughs> but um to like pursue my acting career I moved over to LA so I spent some time in LA so basically if anybody asked me where do I live I would say both you know back so, and forth yeah. yeah so both kind of you know I grew up in kind of both areas like from like since I was born to seven years old, I lived in uh, Atlanta. And then, you know, from like 10 to 14, I've been living in LA. Okay, cool. And and some of our listeners might remember you from, uh, I guess you were in the remake of Shaft. You were in the the new Space Jam with LeBron James. So they, they've seen you around in some stuff. But how did you actually, how did you actually get, uh, you know, bit by the bug? Did you act in like school plays or how did that even come about? Right. So funny story. No one in my family has ever done this before. Um, and I just one day I was just like, yo, I'm gonna be inside the TV. Right. And it was kind of like one of those childhood. I said this when I was four. I was like, I'm gonna be inside the TV. And um, and I was just so adamant about it growing up. Right. And then uh, one day, you know, um, a celebrity had posted on their story um if your child feels like this is what they want to do or they have some sort of talent um bring them to this performing arts camp right and i went to showcase that they had and i was just on the edge of my seat the entire night i'm like mom i gotta go here i really want to do it and my mom has been so supportive um and yeah so she let me go to the camp and just from then on i fell in love with it dancing acting music it was a triple threat school so it was just it was it was an amazing time and that's what kind of you know fed the fan the flame to my uh, passion of acting 
Awesome. And uh, like we mentioned, you were in in some big roles, uh, House with the Clock uh, in its Walls, all of that, Space Jam, Shaft, all the stuff. Uh, but this, I got to say, this is probably, uh, this might be your first, how do we say, like, you know, like a big uh, festival uh, Oscar contender movie here. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure people are going to be hearing a lot about it come award season. So tell us about, you know, this role of Till. I guess we should start, um, man, I guess we should start, how old were you when you, when you first heard about Till? I mean, it's something Thing that we all should learn about in school yeah so um I was uh I was younger than what I was today of course um it was told to me as kind of like a a cautionary tale you know a means to prevent uh something like that of ever happening to me um so I I really can't put my my finger on like what age it was I just know I was young very young um, but going into this project, I got to like learn in depth about not only the the story, not only the series of events, uh, series of events in detail, but about you know these two human beings, this mother and son. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, and I guess we should tell the listeners, even though they they have to be you know living under a rock to not know what it's about. But um, you know, of course. 14-year-old Emmett Till, you know, he's from Chicago, traveling down south to Mississippi in 1955, um, whistled at a white girl, had oh the audacity, and suddenly gets abducted, lynched. Um, it's just a brutal, brutal, horrific thing. Um, and, uh, but, uh, but, but as the, as the movie will show, uh, his, you know, inspires his mother, um, they do the open casket, it gets in Jet Magazine, and, and boom, and the, the civil rights movement, you know, is, is, pretty much born off of, yeah. out of that incident. So um so so tell us um tell us how the movie juggles the two. Like obviously you're you're playing Emmett Till. Um are, is it is your stuff mostly like, you know, in flashbacks or is the story mostly follow, you know, um right. uh, Mamie Till, Mobley, the mom or how does it, how do you balance it? Yeah. So um the story is kind of told through the perspective of Mamie, right? Um his mother. Um so, you know, the the story begins with um, their regular life, you know, kind of um, not not like a bunch of, you know, like, you know, but uh, you get that sort of feeling because a lot of times when you think about it, you just think about the, the couple photos that you've seen or some things that you read. Um, but this kind of gives you a very lively representation of their relationship together and the joyful and the love that they shared. Um, and we follow that all the way up until um, uh, Emmett goes to Mississippi and we follow some of the things, you know, the events that uh, were, took place there um, leading up to the whistling. Um, and then we follow the abduction and then uh, ultimately, you know, his death. Um, and then after that, we see all the trials and tribulations that, you know, Mamie goes through while simultaneously learning about the different figures that she met along the way that aided her in, um, you know, this, this, this journey that she was going on in, in hopes of justice for her son. So it's kind of like a very, one thing about it is that, you know, not only is it lively in the way that it connects you with it you know from a cinema from a movie standpoint but it's also educational you know because everything was proofread everything was you know very authentic and, and and very accurate so a lot of the people that you meet 
along the way as well are some people that a lot of people in the world wouldn't know about or have forgotten, you know? Um, so this is also an educational film as well. Absolutely. Those, those are the best kind, the best kind. Uh, you, you know, you walk away, you know, having learned a little something, um, especially on a subject that some people think they might know, but then by the end, they, they see all the different layers. Um, well, you know, here in D.C., um, you know, at the at the um, African-American History Museum, um, they actually have the Emmett Till's casket, you know, the, where, the, where the fame. fame yeah, visited Yeah. Uh, you, so you've been there. Yeah. yeah. So talk, talk about um, how that decision, you know, she fam the mom famously wanted to do open casket. But talk about how that fo those photographs, the you know, the swollen face, just the most horrific, gr gruesome stuff. Talk about that, how that was almost like the George Floyd video of, of its day. You know, they didn't have so phone cameras back then thankfully we all have these to document that stuff, yeah, this, yeah. This stuff now but you know in a way that's sort of right is it relevant to sort of what we're going through yeah i feel like there's so much relevancy and that's a sad thing to you know realize is that something that happened 67 years ago is still relevant to this day um and and we get to see you know the very instance um that inspired, you know, a lot of our figures who created change in the community. Um, and, and we see the change that happens along the way. Um, I can't sit here and tell you that there has not been change, but I can tell you that we still have a long way to go and a lot of work to put in. Um, and, you know, this is kind of a reminder of that. It, it's so many things, like everything down to the letter font and 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 you know the poster has a meaning you know um and and a lot of people today will pick up on these things and and it will be changed and inspired you know so yes to answer your question i definitely think there's relevancy um here and now people can you know look at what it rooted and and now where it has come you know so yeah Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and great, great answer. Um, and yes, I mean, yeah, we. Should, I mean, it's it's super relevant because I believe the the warrant for what is it, Carolyn Bryant, the accuser, her arrest was just yes. recently found, and then then the uh, Congress just passed the Emmett Till Anti Lynching Act uh, just yes. earlier this year, making lynching a a federal offense. Uh, hard to believe it took that freaking long yeah, but yeah but yeah it's relevant so everyone's talking Emmett, Emmett Till now um well so tell me uh you mentioned how even everything right down to the font and the letters you know that there's a meaning behind it, it the, the symbolic you know filmmaking craft at play so so di dish on your director a little bit Chinoya Chukwu uh, a Nigerian American film director uh people will remember Clemency a few years back when she was the first black woman to win the U.S. Dramatic Grand Jury Prize at Sundance for that one so got the chops but talk in this one you know talk about uh just what was it like working with her what's her style how does she work with the actors you know just you yeah. know dish on her for a little bit right so as, as far as her kind of overall style she's such a you know meticulously detailed um director in the way that everything that she does is for a reason um and it, and it's so you know thought out um and she's overall like an amazing director, but even and an even more amazing, you know, person. Because with going through a project like this with like such, you know, heavy material, um, you really need it really takes a village, you know, like you need people who are there to um 
look after your well-being emotionally and physically. And, and that's what she did. You know, we never did um, scenes that were hard for us more than we had to. Mm-hmm. And if we did, you know, if we didn't go over maybe like four five times she would like every every between the scenes she would check up on us and I think that's something that is so crucial you know so everyone's relationship with her was unique but they were all similar in the way that she was such a care provider and and it was it was uh, a mutually you know reciprocated thing so she's just an amazing person and an even more uh, amazing director absolutely well, thanks for talking about the filmmaker, but now let's jump to your side of the camera and, and dish on your co-stars a little bit, uh, particularly, um, you know, the actress that plays your mom, Danielle Deadweiler. Um, you know, she we, we, we've we seen her and gosh, Watchmen was so great. So TV series, but also, you know, most I guess more recently uh, that Netflix movie, The Western, The Harder They Fall, where she was yeah. puffy. Uh, just great stuff last year. That was one of the coolest movies of last year, in my opinion. But uh, yeah. just talk about working with 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 Danielle and crafting, because you got to craft that mother son yeah. son bomb bond even through through death in this movie. So you know, talk about you know just that bond that you guys were able to. Yeah. So it was very easy for us to kind of get that bond because straight off the bat in our chemistry read when we read together, it was just it was an amazing time. You know, um, some auditions can feel like auditions, you know, when you're in them. Um, but with this one, it was just so natural and, you know, and down to earth and, you know, energetic and the vibe were, was just amazing. Um, and then when I seen her in person, when they had told me that I got the job, um, I seen her in person that day and it was even more you know, love um, and joy than you could ever reciprocate over like Zoom or on the phone. Um, they told me, uh, we, we smiled, we danced, we laughed. Um, and it was just an overall amazing moment. And it translated even more on camera uh, with everything being so natural and authentic because she has a son as well. You know, me and my mom's relationship is great. So a lot of it was kind of translated um, and mixed to kind of have that authentic relationship between mother and son. Um, and, and as far as us, you know, she's such a person that you can relate with and, and talk to and be and feel comfortable and joy, joyous around. So yeah, she's an, she's an amazing person. So charismatic and goofy, funny. Um, and her acting, her work ethic is just amazing. Especially with this, it, 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 it can be emotionally hard, um, but she kind of tackled that and embraced it you know, with every fiber of her being and just fell into it and gave it her all. And it was such an inspiring thing to watch. Oh, absolutely. And in our listeners are also in for a treat because, you know, she plays your mom, but then you have some two heavy hitters playing your grandparents. <laughs> Remind us who's playing them. Yes, that is Frankie Faison and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah. You've seen Frankie in The Wire. Of course, Whoopi needs no introduction. Uh, you know, winning Oscars long before you were born. Young yeah. Man. <laughs> um, in, in Ghosts, I guess that, what, 17 years before you were born or something like that. And of course, The Color Purple and Sister Act and so many great roles. But uh, what's it? Uh, I don't want to ask you, are you starstruck? Actually, yeah. Are you starstruck when you're, yeah, <laughs> when you're yeah. around you know, uh, these legends when you meet right. them? Of course, man. Honestly, when I seen him, it was just... You know, it's that kind of nervousness and that kind of like, oh, my God, like, that's them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I can honestly say they never made it feel like that. 
you know, and in this business, that's crucial to have that level-headed, modest humbleness to you. And that's what they had. They just, they were themselves 100% of the time and just, you know, being the natural, unfiltered kind of being, you know, um, and I really got to know them. And, and it was like, it was a great time. Like, I could definitely see um, them being, you know, one of my uncles, aunties, actual grandparents, like, it, it was great. That's so cool. Um, awesome. Well, I think we, we've covered a lot with the movie, but I do want to, you know, tee it up for our listeners who, you know, if, you know, I, I know that if, if, if maybe there's some people that are like, oh no, it's going to be so heavy. Like tell them why they should watch it anyway. And and we don't actually see, I believe we don't see the actual um, murder and everything happen. Right. It's sort right. of no, no, no. hear about it off screen and you know what I mean? But like, uh, so talk, talk about, um yeah just in, invite them into to in experience this important work right um this like i said previously is educational it's something that you will connect with it's something that you can sympathize and empathize with it's something that we can now relate to in in, in a community standpoint in a worldwide standpoint um and you know it's something that can inspire you you know in so many different ways so i i have been you know I, i've been talking to a lot of people um this is not one of those things where you go to be entertained you know it's one of those things where you go to be enlightened or changed or impacted in such a way that you can never get from anything else and and i feel like this is crucial this is needed for the world to see Absolutely. Well said and perfect place to leave it. Um, thanks so, so much for joining us. I, I really Thank appreciate you. it. Um, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess in closing, like our, our final seconds, like, you know, how, how has it been like festival run wise? Like I know, um, when, where did it premiere at, at the New York film festival? I think. Yes, yes. New York film festival. It's out now in select theaters and it will be coming out. Yeah. Like nearing the end of the month. Um, and yeah. And, and I just can't wait for the world to see it. Uh, the, the, the minimal, uh, crowd that has seen it. Um, has just been moved in so many different ways. We had a screening um, the other day in London um, and there was this one um, woman who, you know, related to it in such a way that none of us could have fathomed. And she was so moved and, and so touched by it. And that's the type of thing that, you know, we need to think about is how many people are going through something that need this, you know, that need to see this. And, um, and yeah, so that's, that's where we are in our journey, man. And, and everybody seeing it and, and everybody, you know, you know, pushing it out there so that when, when it does finally come out, everyone will be in the know and, and can experience them, this for themselves. Awesome. Well, it's it's uh, it's an impressive uh, career you're building here for yourself you. at the age of 14, I guess, 15 this December or something. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, hey, you know, if any uh, Oscar nominations or anything come for the film, that'll be a nice 15th birthday present there <laughs> this winter. So. I know, uh, right? we'll, we'll see. You know, what? it's not even about that. Like you're saying, it's it's yeah. getting people to to see and experience this story yes. and learn. So, hey, thank you so much, Jalen Hill. This was fun talking with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You have a good one. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.
explain your DNA on, on 10 cases, man. You're inside the police interrogation room with the alleged Potomac River rapist. I'm not guilty on any of this stuff. So calm, so reasonable. Could this be the man who terrorized women for nine years before murdering a brilliant scientist two decades ago? Experience one of the most fascinating true crime podcasts available. Join crime reporter Paul Wagner for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare series. Search American Nightmare Podcast on all podcast platforms. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.